came up in a generation of coaching that we benefited a lot from the generation before that provided strong educational foundations. Uh, we A lot of academic institutions started transitioning from traditional physiology into exercise physiology. And then that turned into more, okay, we're actually going to make practitioners instead of just aspiring professors. And my generation was able to say, okay, I want to study exercise science, but I actually want to go into coaching and be a career coach. Uh, what I see today is a lot of the science that we were talking about 15, 20 years ago, we have so much more access to because of the technology advances that are current in our space right now. And so we look at, it really goes to sports science and technology. So we have a new credential for sport and performance science, uh, but even on the level of just how that integrates with strength and conditioning and personal training and other fields, it's important that regardless of where you are in this profession, that you are knowledgeable in this technology and scientific space, because we are, uh, we're being called on to implement these types of programs and advancements in our training with athletes and be a little bit more evidence-based than, than maybe we have been in the early days of just being strength and conditioning practitioners. So, so I see sports science as a new career path within our, within our space, but I also see it as very tightly integrated with the coaching profession. And it might just depend on what type of institution you're at, uh, how programs are getting implemented. We want to be able to serve our athletes and our institutions the best way we can. <clears throat> Within that sports science realm, how does coaches handle that duality of now? Like, okay, it's almost, it can be its own role. And there are coaches that work at universities where there are sports scientists. And so there's that much amount of work, but then also as now a strength and conditioning coach, if you get that extra work added on to you, how do you best recommend coaches handle that duality of their role? That's a great question. Uh, I, I think back on, you know, most of my career in professional baseball was in the minor leagues. And I think the real challenge of that minor league coaching environment is that you're out there on an island at your affiliate and you're having to do as much as you can. So I think in our field, there's a, uh, there's a need for us to implement programs on a high level effectively, but also do that in a very efficient way and become more efficient over time so that you can take on more within your role. It, that's something I, I do advise coaches to think about is we want to shoot for the stars and pull off these ideals within our trainings, training and our programs. Uh, but we also need to do it uh, in a sustainable and efficient way so that we can do it over a long period of time. You know, if you, you, you can only, I, I had the opportunity after college to coach football. Uh, I was a GA restricted earnings type role. And as you could imagine, after a game, you're breaking down video. And, and if there were, there was a week, I remember it was a, it was a hundred hour week of just like sleeping under my desk and, waking up to, you know, change the VHS tapes. There's probably a lot of coaches that 
don't really know what that is. You know, change the VHS tapes and for the video breakdowns and things like that. And I've always joked that the 80 hour weeks in strength and conditioning are a little more sustainable and easier than the 100 hour weeks I experienced as a football GA. But it's something that you should strive for being as high a level professional as you can be, but doing that in the most efficient way possible so that you can be as What's up, strength coaches? Want to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about our sponsor, Team Builder. Team Builder is your one-stop shop for online training platform needs as a coach. With Team Builder, you're going to be able to program for your athletes, whether they're in person or remote. Using Team Builder, not only will you be able to program for your athletes, but there are special features such as the leaderboard and locking training with wellness questionnaires. With the leaderboard, you can have an exercise performed that day, whether it be a lift, a sprint, or a jump, and scores can be updated in real time and projected on a TV in the training. Wellness questionnaires can be used at the beginning of training, and your athletes will have to fill them out prior to being able to train. This ensures that as a coach, you're being able to collect quality data before the athletes train. So, if you're interested in Team Builder, click the link down below and find out more information. Let's get back to the show. Broad serving and uh, and have as many tools that you can deliver in different ways. I think we need to be versatile. That's the word I was looking for there. You know, we need to be versatile as coaching professionals because let's be honest, this is a very dynamic profession and our, our personality and our ability to deliver programs, that's on display all the time. Within the, you know, talking about technology and sports science, that wasn't obviously the norm back when everything started with Boyd. How do you feel that the sports science pendulum, has it swung too far? Is it like, where do you see this kind of going sports science technology side within the next, let's call it five years? Uh, I think we haven't seen the peak yet. I think there's a huge drive towards sports science and analytical thinking within strength and conditioning right now. Uh, but I, I do think, I, I think a lot about generations within our field and how each generation has contributed to the body of knowledge. Uh, Gen Z, and I have a, I have 11 year old son. So I've, I've been thinking about Gen Alpha, you know, that's next. Is that, is that what it like? That's, that's the uh, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. At least that's what I'm reading. That's what the internet's telling me. So uh, when you when we think of where things are going, well, we have a CASCI accreditations. So in 2030, to sit for the CSCS exam, you'll have to go to an accredited degree program. So that Gen Alpha group, that's going to be our first generation of CASCI graduates eligible to sit for the CSCS. So when we think about that, there's going to be significant differences about the preparation of that generation going through their education, their field work, their internships. And by 2030, 2035, 2040, we don't think that far out, but our field is going to shift uh, and really be a product of what's happening at our higher higher education institutions right now. Uh, on the sports science side, we are seeing a more analytical generation than we've ever seen before. These are these are the kids that grew up with with iPads and cell phones and really have seen no other. Uh, so the technology drive there and access to it is something. I think we we often think of the negatives associated with that in society, but 
one thing I, I think this generation is excellent at is they've been trained essentially to process more information from their environments than any other generation before. They, they can look in their inbox and identify whether it's a spam email or a legit email or go online and see if something is legit or if it's just something they're being marketed or, or sold. So this generation is very adept to processing information and that goes hand in hand with where we're headed as a strength and conditioning profession. Uh, we're seeing that with analytical mathematical skills, getting into the sports science side on, on more of the higher levels that we're, that we're seeing there. Uh, so I do think, um, within the next five years, we're going to continue to see growth and uptake of, Hey, I, I want to get my CSCS, but I really want to be a strong, uh, analytical minded strength and conditioning coach, or, you know what, I don't come from a strength and conditioning or athletic background, but I love sport. A uh, good example, I had a biomedical engineering student who did an internship with me and she was excellent. Talk about a totally different skill set coming into our space. Uh, so I think we're going to see more things like that. And from professional baseball, my background, we're already starting to see that with some of the... Uh... Quick break from the show to remind you to hit that like and subscribe button so that way you get notifications of when more content like this gets released. So click that like and subscribe button. And with that, let's get back to the show.